This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning, a mix of sun and cloud today with a risk of showers and a thunderstorm this afternoon, a high of 24. Well, amazing news from about five minutes ago out of northern Thailand. All 12 boys and their soccer coach have been rescued after being trapped deep inside a flooded cave for 17 days. We will keep you updated. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That yeah. definitely yeah. deserves it. Now, we're going to keep you updated. <laughs> As the morning goes along, two possibly have a lung infection, but all are generally happy, healthy, and smiling. It's crazy. Yeah, to be, re- be reunited with their families, like that would be just crazy. Can right? you imagine those parents? Like, they never thought they'd see their kids again. And the little city they set up outside the cave for yeah. support and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Oh. Is, is the movie out before Christmas? That's the question <laughs> I have now. Let's hope so. Jeez. It, yeah. Well, a truck driver will appear in a courtroom in Melfort, Saskatchewan this morning to face criminal charges in connection with the crash that killed 16 people on the Humboldt Broncos team bus back in April. Now, 29-year-old Jaskarat Sidhu was arrested back on Friday at his home in Calgary. Nobody is saying what they believed actually happened in the crash until they're in court. It is the end of the road in much of the country for Greyhound Canada. They are ending its passenger bus and freight services in Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, northern Ontario, and they're canceling all but one route in BC. Greyhound cites a 41% decline in ridership. 41%. It's 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 going to be sad. It's going to be tough for some people, right? Sure. But they, Especially the small towns. What did they say? There's one stat was they said uh, quite often those uh, buses, like nine out of ten seats would be empty when they'd be driving down the road. So, I mean, they just, the oh, business plan really? doesn't work right yeah. so hey yeah. it's great though when yeah. you had the seat next to you <laughs> empty. Yeah, you had the so. next nine seats next to you so you could really stretch out yeah <laughs> well it's been trending on facebook you've seen it and you're probably asking yourself is this too good to be true but it's not. This Thursday at Build-A-Bear, it's pay your age day, meaning you literally pay your age for any make-your-own furry friend available in the store. It's all to celebrate their Build-A-Bear Count Your Candles birthday experience. All you got to do is enroll in their bonus club rewards program, which is absolutely free. You can do it before, but these bears range up to, I think, about $45. So really, if I'm bringing Kennedy, I'm paying a buck fifty. All right. I'm in. $45, huh? Well, then I'm almost breaking even then. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm Jack and that's what you need to know. All right. Congratulations to Brad Barker. Brad uh, randomly was chosen to win the Eskimo tickets to see Luda. Sup, Luda is exactly <laughs> what he'll get a chance to see. There. What's his At biggest song, Chris? The Eskimo game. Ludacris's biggest yeah. song? Um, Name one, actually. Um, I paid, <laughs> I, I did the crime, so I'm doing the time. How about move, female dog? <laughs> is, that, is that really it? Yeah. Yeah. Kind it's of. pretty good. Oh, I get it. Stand up's a good Female team. dog. Area it's a, codes. It's not female oh, dog. He did area codes? <laughs> yeah. Can't say the lyrics of that one either. Okay. <laughs> you can't say the lyrics of any of these. So what's it going to be? All the kids are going to be wearing earmuffs at the game? Or oh, what? yeah. Shoot. Uh, he must have like PG a family friendly Stand versions. up. It doesn't have any swear words in it, I don't think. Got it. Anyway, he's going to the Eskimo game on uh, Friday and we'll give you another chance to win tomorrow. We we promise you that. All right. Strange and unusual ways you broke your phone. We're going to get to that in the next few moments. Matt, you got a story about your wife? Is that right? Sure do. Yeah, everybody's got a story about breaking their phone, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, we'll be looking for yours coming up in moments. Here's Florida Georgia Line and BB Rexa. Sup, BB? Kissing Country. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So now switching gears to something that, you know, this is called a first world problem. Switch right now, it's uh, the cell phones and the issues that people have with them and how they get broken. Matt, you uh, wanted to talk about this because something happened to your wife and her phone? Uh, and her phone's okay, hmm. but we upgraded her phone. We yeah. bought the S9 Plus Samsung phone. I know you guys are iPhone guys. Yeah. But we talked to the dude at the store we went to. Hmm. 
and it's an expensive phone. Right. But you get the plan. It's not so bad. Yeah. But he's like, if you walk out of here without buying a screen protector, I'll be upset. Because he <laughs> said the amount of people that he sees on a daily basis that come in with a broken phone yeah. is absolutely mind-boggling. The amount of people that buy it day of and come back with a broken phone, he says, happens all the time. I'm never surprised to see somebody yeah. in the same day coming back wanting a full refund. And he's like, I can't. You broke your phone. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine spending over $1,000 on a phone and breaking it the same day? Screen protectors are one thing. The cases, I mean, I've got a kind of a... a the problem with the cases, they're just... They're so nice without a case on, right? I know. And I know, and my kids now, they pay for their own phone, so it shouldn't be any of my business, but I'm like, get your case on your phone. They don't have cases on their phone? No, If I can really. implore you to do one thing is yeah. put a big case on your phone. It looks <laughs> That's ugly. The That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Right? They're so ridiculous. Put a... A case on your phone. I know, I know, I know. Like, buy an OtterBox. Buy something heavy duty. I've had my phone for, I don't know, four or five years, not a scratch. Same with you, Jack. Yeah. Well, you know what? I uh, I don't know. I I, I had the waterproof uh, case because I sweat when I run, so I needed it for that mostly. And now I don't Gross. have a waterproof, so I'm just waiting. Uh, yesterday we were on the boat, which is another story, but I'm just waiting for it to go in. Um, well, you know, dropping in water is different than breaking it. I yeah. Think. Yeah. It's way. Yeah. It's. It's just. As I'm bad. terrified of water. If yeah. there's water, my phone will find it. I've, yeah. I know you say I've had my phone for years. I've actually yeah. only had it for a year yeah. <laughs> because in Arizona, in the middle of the desert, I put my phone in a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> you found it. Yeah. Remember Bailey? Was was it last two, two years ago on our trip? I think the uh, the fellas at the, uh, the the resort took a liking to her, so they were teasing her, and they kind of went to push her in the pool, <gasps> and she had her she had oh, her phone no. with her, and that was it for her phone that time. What is the strangest, most unusual way you've broken your phone? We'd love to hear from you this morning. We'll uh, you just wait. Sooner or later, we'll hear from somebody who dropped it down a porta potty at the Big Valley Jamboree. Oh man, you know that's happened, yeah, right? Fished her out though. Yeah, I've had a few of those before. Mm, yeah, it depends that... how far I am in my plan. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I only got a couple weeks till my upgrade. <laughs> it's staying in there. Exactly. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine. Well, yeah, a couple of times I've left the phone on the vehicle and then drove somewhere. Ooh. and... Yeah. Have you gone forever? Well, I was found in the ditch by somebody, actually. It's a long story, but somebody found it in the ditch uh, the one time. And the second time, I think we left it in the Superstore parking lot. And uh, yeah, by the time we found it, it had been drove over. So. I think uh, once you become a dad, mm. that happens to you all the time. Mm, yeah. yeah. Rooftop dad. Dad move. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's your phone's broken story? We'd love to hear from you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If your cell phone doesn't have a waterproof case, uh, we're looking for those strange and unusual ways uh, that you've uh, had your cell phone destroyed. I feel like this text is an urban legend, but I'm going to read it anyways. They were at a cadet summer training center and they had gone swimming. They had their phone in their pocket. I went swimming in the ocean for 45 minutes with my phone in my pocket and I proceeded to find out that it was there. I took it out drained all the water and put it in rice for about two weeks and then proceeded to try and turn it on and it actually turned on. It was amazing. There's others that don't even believe rice helps at all, but they just think, I don't know, like, because I know that's the first thing we've done with ours too. I don't know. Hmm. I'm just not that patient. Two weeks, I'm like, oh, it's been 45 minutes. I'm sure this rice is <laughs> strict. Another texter says, our son doesn't use cases and it drives us nuts. While a brand new phone, it's in its case, it's great, but suddenly he thinks it no longer needs to be and the next day it's done. It only needs the protective case for the first two weeks and then <laughs> it's so mom and dad yeah. see it for a little while. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine is the number to call. Yes, Fran? I have a big German Shepherd and... Uh 
I set my phone down on my chair to run and answer my house phone, and uh, it uh, made noise, so my dog decided to shut it up, so she bit it. <laughs> your dog bit your phone? You betcha. <laughs> That's the oh, first, the first I've heard of that happening. Yeah. Did, yeah, she, like... did it pierce it? Oh, yeah, she pierced it. Yeah, the oh. dog used to eat the homework, and now it eats the phone. <laughs> Hey, Mike, what's your uh, uh, cell phone story? Well, I actually ran over mine with a lawnmower. <laughs> yes. It was, uh, it was back in the days before the smartphone, so this is one of the Razor flip phones, right? Yeah. But I just, I just had it maybe a month, month and a half, and I was outside, and you know, I went to change the, the bag over the lawnmower, and I dropped it in the grass. Didn't really know. And, <laughs> the best part is if that Razor would have then uh, threw the mower into the front um, living room window and smashed it, too. That would have been the you know the ultimate. Uh, it, the, the lawnmower kind of chewed it up beyond beyond recognition, actually. It wouldn't have even hurt the window. Irony, the <laughs> razor got the razor. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. How'd you break your phone? Oh, lots of texts coming in. This person uh, says that they always think that they should have a case, but they always say, oh, I'll get it next time, I'll get it next time, and then it's too late. Next time. Just get a case. People yeah. without <laughs> cases, what's wrong with you? Because the phones are so much better without cases. That's the problem, and I'm not making excuses. I've always had a case, but I understand it. Every once in a while when you take it off, you're like, man, this is the way they should be. This person says you can't fit it in your pocket, but her husband works on elevators, and he dropped it down the shaft from the top floor, and since then he's had an otter box on it but she's like she said can't fit it in the pocket here's a crazy idea maybe they could make these phones like they got cases inside them and they're strong yeah. that well, would be the amazing iphone 10s now are water resistant yeah close i guess yeah. smash not smash proof no what that's a, very true what about your story like i work you know and not height high height but top of a truck i've dropped my phone multiple times and survived this is uh, back in the day when it was just a flip phone I go to the store and I had it in my pocket and went to hop in the vehicle. I didn't feel it fall out. When I closed the door, it got squashed. Oh, you shut the door I, on her. Yeah, I opened it up. Even the button fell out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's where I advanced to the smartphone. Yeah, we got to be as smart as our f- smartphones. That's the problem. They need to help us. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's a 6.35. Uh, it's a beautiful start to the day, but again, a chance of some showers as the afternoon does progress, maybe even a thunderstorm or two. It's a 6.36. Hope you're having a good start uh, to your Tuesday. Uh, how did you break your phone? Uh, so many great texts, so many stories we just have to share. I love this one. This comes from Lori in Sherwood Park. I was using the bathroom, and I needed somewhere to put my phone while I pulled up my pants. So... I put the phone in my mouth and I bit it and then I cracked the screen. <laughs> oh, man. The only time I've ever lost my phone is every time I'm in the washroom and I have to place the phone on the toilet paper yeah, ring holder yeah. on oh, yes. the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. That's, See you later, phone. Yeah. Bye. How many phones get left that way, right? Yes, Debbie. Two years ago, I was, we were at the lake and I bent down to untie the boat and drop my cell phone in the lake. The next day, my half-time husband was showing the neighbor how dumb I had been, and he bent down and dumped his cell phone in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of yes. dummies. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
So if you're just waking up, you may have not heard the news yet, but all of the uh, little Thailand soccer players have been rescued along with their coach. All of them are out of that crazy cave. So that's just a wonderful, wonderful story and something to celebrate for sure. Uh, Yesterday, and this is not even comparable, but yesterday my son and I went on the river and we went a long, long ways on the North Saskatchewan River with a boat. And sure enough, the boat started doing some wonky things and it overheated and Mm. we were... not stuck on the river. We just kept floating on the river. Fortunately, we were upriver, so we were floating back towards home. But so it was a little bit of a deliverance thing. It, it was like for about an hour, we just floated. We just floated. And if, if we wouldn't have got the boat running again, we'd still be floating on the river. That's how far That's away we scary. were. That's scary, though. Oh, I don't know. Overnight? I don't know, in shorts? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, that leads to uh, between these two stories and everything else. What have you ever been stranded? Like a successful stranding where you actually got rescued. But I mean, have you ever been stranded? Did you run out of gas in like the worst possible place? We had no cell service on the the river either at the time. So it was just one of those things. Tell us about your stranded story. Have you ever been stranded? Jack was so cute. She says, I've never been stranded because I'm always a planner. I'm a planner. Yeah, right. That's not true, actually. (laughs) Till something something happens. Have you ever been stranded? Tell us your story. 780-421-1039 or give us a text. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All of those uh, Thai soccer players and their coach have been rescued from the caves, which is a great, great, great thing. And we're looking for those kind of positive stories as well. BJS. I was coming back from Fawcett Lake on my motorcycle at about 10 o'clock at night. And I'm coming along Highway 37 and my motorcycle just died. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I get off the bike, take my helmet off, and the mosquitoes attack. (gasps) Oh, no. So I called AMA. They said two and a half hours before they could get a trailer out there to me. So I'm out there in the dark, surrounded by farmland. I can hear animals, and the mosquitoes are just unrelenting. (laughs) But you're wearing your leathers, though. Uh, Well, no. (laughs) I I had jeans on, and I had a, a jacket on, but my head... I had my half-shell helmet. I didn't even have a full-face helmet. Uh-huh. After about 20 minutes, half an hour, I decided to fire up the, try to try the bike again, and it fired up no problem, and I ended up riding home. Oh, but, man. man, when I got stuck there, it scared the crap out of me because, like I said, the mosquitoes, I thought I was going to get eaten alive. I thought you'd go to the farmer's house and the farmer's daughters would be there. That'd be a classic BJ tale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Penthouse <laughs> Forum. <laughs> I, I never, never thought, thought this would happen to me. To me. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hope you're having a good start to your day. Some great news uh, from Thailand this morning, Jack. Yes, all 12 boys and their soccer coach have been rescued from the cave after being stuck in there for 17 days. 17 long, incredible days. I just get claustrophobic watching the coverage of that. Like, they're wrapping your brain around uh, them being in that cave. I have no idea why they were in it in the first place. I guess it just looked like it was going to be a delightful cave adventure, uh, right? Well, they, cave it usually right? isn't flooded. That's yeah, the right. thing, it was, right? Like there's it was, no water in it. Right. Yeah. Right. The thing is, I think they were under the gun because they were getting so much rain that yeah. The space that the boys had was getting less and less. Sure. So they decided, Ooh. okay, time yeah, to get Because it was going to rain again, right? But well, it's just pouring. Even the without time. water in some of those areas, this looks so tight. Like, Scary. Crazy. Anyway, the bottom line is uh, great news, and we don't get enough great news stories like that in this world. So that's awesome. Uh, yesterday, completely different, unrelated, but we were on the riverboat. We were like a long, long ways away from Devon. By the way, we went by Cottontail Corner yesterday. That's where the nudies hang out, and mm-hmm. they were hanging out. There was like, I've never seen that many 
many of them on the side of that. Ratio hot. from guys to girls. Uh, nine mm-hmm. guys for every girl, I think. But it was hard to tell. We weren't. And close there were nine enough. people out there. We weren't close enough. There were. Yeah, it was hard. No, there was probably twenty. You didn't bring your cotton tail binoculars. No, <laughs> I, I stay as far away from that as I possibly can. But they're all just waving and like standing there doing their thing. <laughs> waving. <laughs> they do. They always wave. They are very friendly. Oh, they're friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Naturalists. Yes. I think so. Yeah, exactly. Or so. naturist, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the boat, our boat didn't, we, 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 it's had some serious issues and then it, it, we were floating back a long ways away and I'm like, oh man, that you get that feeling just for a second and we'd have been fine, whatever, we would have floated, but we're looking for your uh, stranded stories this morning. This text says, we got stranded on Sylvan Lake. We're listening to music on the north side where there was no other boats, but the music suddenly cut out and the batteries were totally dead. So we took turns paddling for about three hours until we got to a youth camp where they were able to boost us. If they wouldn't have been able to, the paddling was three hours in the wrong direction of the boat launch. Mm. Rough. <laughs> You'd some say they'd still be out there. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> they had to wait until winter and then when it froze, they there would have been able to walk to shore. <laughs> exactly. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, yeah, big story uh, yesterday was the fact that Greyhound is going to stop, uh, well, being, I guess, Greyhound, whether it's delivering people or products in uh, basically the, uh, the the Western provinces. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be one BC trip still available. Like to Seattle. Vancouver to Seattle Correct. or something like that. Oh, for all the hoity-toities. <laughs> yes. I have a funny story. I'm trying to remember. I have a really funny Greyhound story about Seattle. I'm just trying to remember it. But anyway, um, it'll come to me. Rack your brain. You'll find it. It'll come to me potentially. But Matt's mom told us a great story a couple of years ago when we were on holidays with her. I don't even know how we got on the subject. But she was telling a story about Greyhound, and we've got her on the line right now. And she's Mm going to tell us her story. Go ahead, Mom. So I was taking the bus from here to Manitoba to visit my family. Got on the bus in Edmonton. This lovely older lady sat next to me, told me the story. She was going to meet her family that she had she'd been adopted out long years before and was going to meet her real family. This lady liked to smoke and to drink coffee all the time and this is when you could smoke on the bus. Crazy, yes, but you could. So it was a very long trip and she kept falling asleep with a cigarette in her hand. I would have to keep trying to bump her because like she would fall asleep and she'd be the cigarette would be moving towards the seat and and I'd have to give her a little bump and so in the middle of the night I thought she had actually stopped smoking and uh but hadn't and so we got off the bus for a quick break got back on the bus and she immediately lit a cigarette and I had to be vigilant for another hour and a half just to make sure she didn't burn us all up. (laughs) (laughs) The best part of the story is you get outside the bus for a break, but then get on the bus to light up your dark. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she needed fresh air, right? Right, right. We all did. But, but yeah, just like just the high anxiety is you're just watching her oh. fall asleep with a cigarette in her head on the bus. The whole thing is like, holy cow, you know. And, uh, yeah, I had to stay awake. Just, I was just simple. thinking that, yeah, no rest for you. Yeah. On dart there alert. No rest <laughs> yeah, there was more smoke coming out of her than the Genesee power plant. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
There's a hometown girl. It's Josh Turner kissing the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's a 716. Yes, uh, news yesterday that uh, Greyhound will not be going to your hometown in Western mm-hmm. Canada uh, by the uh, sounds of it as of October. So we're kind of looking for those uh, bus stories this morning. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be Greyhound, but uh, a lot of them are. We're getting some great texts at 103939. Yeah, lots of funny memories. My mom, brother, and I used to go to BC on the Greyhound every summer to visit my grandparents. Well, one time we were in Fort McLeod, and it was the middle of the morning. And my brother was walking, waiting for his juice that my mom brought for him. And my mom forgot about it. The bus had already left before I noticed that my brother wasn't actually on the bus. And the bus had to go back while my brother was still standing there waiting for his juice. But he was so short that nobody saw him, so they didn't remember. But then they gave him his juice, and we lived happily ever after. (laughs) To be fair, if you got two kids, a one-two head count isn't that hard. (laughs) Oh, you say that now. You say that. (laughs) Just wait. That's adorable. You know Matt's kid's going to be left somewhere for, for sure. sure. <laughs> Costco parking lot, Safeway parking lot, just any parking lot. Like, Did you pack the kid? Whoops. All Uh-oh. right. Nicole, you got a similar story. I would love to hear yours too at 780-421-1039. My brother and I had to spend days upon days because we had to transfer different buses to get from where we were back home. My brother didn't tell me about the transfer on one bus, and so I was still looking out the window wondering where we were, and he got off and transferred to the other one. <laughs> <laughs> on the first bus. Hang on, did your brother actually ditch you on a bus? He almost did. Yeah, he said, Nicole, don't worry, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. You stay on this bus, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Laughed Bart Bad Simpson. Older brother tricks. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right. So we're thinking about bus stories this morning and the, <laughs> the Kissin' and the Rockies trips. Were you guys ever on one of those trips? A few. Yeah. Um, just came when they ended. Yeah. <laughs> probably they had to end. No coincidence there. <laughs> I don't think it was Greyhound. It was another uh, bus service. And they were a yeah, fantastic bus service. But I did it a couple of times. And one of the bus trips I'll never forget. So you get all of these great kissing listeners on and you're going to ski in Banff. Ski in Banff. Mm-hmm. Like skiing is not a real big part of the whole trip. It's more of the partying. So we get on this bus and we're driving to, uh, to Banff and things are going well. And for some reason, the stereo in the bus isn't working. And for some reason, Paul, who used to work here at the radio station good guy he was all panicked about the stereo not working there was nobody on that bus that cared about the stereo working like it's nobody, very important it's the sets the atmosphere well nobody else but paul was really worried about it <laughs> so we get to airdrie this is where this bus company is from i remember and so we t- decide we're going to switch buses to get one with a stereo on it which i'm like <laughs> what? what are we doing we got a whole bunch of drunks in this bus and we're going to try to switch and move all of the luggage and everything and terrible all the- idea it was a terrible idea but anyway we made the switch and i remember loading everybody in we stopped at a and w got them some food uh got the new bus we all get in the new bus and this, hey the stereo works great so we we continue to drive towards banff and my wife is literally the only sober person on the bus besides the bus driver. And she's noticing that people are coming to the bus driver to complain because something is going wrong with the bathroom. And these guys are complaining every time they go to the bathroom, which a lot of people are doing, 
there's an upspray, right? There's oh. an upspray. Oh, no. Yeah. So apparently what has happened, we've, the bus driver's just like, he's so angry because people keep coming. And the one guy's like, my glasses are off. <laughs> 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 Karen's laughing so hard. We found out that this bus had not been primed. You got to put a little bit of water oh. in the in the bathroom, in the toilet, before it, and because this bus wasn't expected to be on this journey. Right. So it was just straight pee. Basically. So anyway, everybody's <laughs> coming back. We had a visually impaired guy in that bus too, I remember. And he went back there. It was just, it was nasty, but anyway. The poor the blind problem. guy got covered in pee? <laughs> it was just oh. terrible. But, but it, you had a stereo. But we had a stereo. All right. Is that, did that really happen? Is that truth <laughs> or bullshit? Text now, 1039. And uh, somebody with the right answer is going to be going to Lanco at Cook County on the Thursday night. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, that's us, and we say good morning to Kaylee. How are you, Kaylee? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. You know what? Uh, you trusted the sheets. You said it's not bullshit. It absolutely happened. Again, it was a kiss in the Rockies trip, and we switched buses up in Airdrie to get one with a stereo. Unfortunately, the one with the stereo didn't have a necessarily the best bathroom in it, and uh, there was some splashback going on, and it was kind of a wild ride. And you knew that was completely correct, didn't you? Yes. Yes. Sounds like something that would happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? It happened to 54 of us on that bus. It was, a, it was a fun trip. Anyway, we all had to, as soon as we got to the hotel, we all had a shower and we were good to go again. <laughs> Crazy. Round two. You're going to Lanco on Thursday night at Cook County. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. All right. Awesome. Uh, by the way, I've used the bathrooms at Cook County. They're all fine. No splashback. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. You're fine. No Let's complaints. Anyway. <laughs> You'll be good. Congratulations. Enjoy the show. Thank you. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Unbelievably uh, great news from Thailand. Jack's going to get to that coming yes. up in the next few moments. Uh, another story is the Greyhound bus and uh, the fact that uh, as of October 1st, not going to be running. Unfortunately, I think of the 75 employees locally as well that are going to be losing their jobs. Yeah, too. they said in Western Canada, over 400. Yeah, so that's never a good thing for sure. Uh, we're looking for your bus memories this morning. You got a text you want to read, Jack? Um, there isn't too much coming in that we can actually read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. That's very interesting. All right. Maybe we'll uh, sell them on the side, you know, we'll just, like, set up a podcast. Two bucks a story. There Text. is lots of stuff that happens on these buses. Text we can't share on the radio. But Dave, you got a story for us? When our first child, we decided to go to Winnipeg on the Greyhound. Going to Winnipeg. <laughs> Four months old. Anyway, and we sat right in the front seat, the wife and I on the right side, and then we put Aaron on the seat with a pillow tighter, right? Mm -hmm. So we both fell asleep, and we wake up. Well, she's gone, and we were just freaking. Like, we didn't know somebody maybe got off the bus and took her or whatever. Of course. But the pillow rolled off the thing. Somehow she rolled on the pillow (laughs) and then rolled under the front seat. (laughs) So we found her. We found her under the front seat, and our hearts just were elated that nobody swiped. Oh, no. Kicking your feet under the seat up oh, there, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we, like, we only dozed off for like five minutes, and all of a sudden the kid is gone, right? Like, oh. Dave. Dave. What? Something like this would never happen if you used a my pillow. They gripped the seat. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. With Rafi's 70th birthday a couple of days ago, and Matt admitting that that banana phone was his, like, favorite song. Raffi. Oh, yeah, so good. To Raffi. <laughs> you, you love your Raffi. I'm trying to remember the name of, like, the biggest group in, like, kids' music. There's, like, a Cheryl group. Sherlock Brown. There's a group of them. The Wiggles. Now. 
I think it was the Wiggles. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I was in Florida once, and I was in a restaurant, and they were right beside me, and I had no clue who they were at all. Because the, the ones from Australia? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, everybody around me said, you have no idea. Like, they're literally some of the richest performers on the planet. Wow. And I'm like, wow. I should have maybe got their We got to get into kid songs. <laughs> yeah. You could be the lead singer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll play the drums. Yeah. We're looking for your uh, songs uh, anyway that uh, your kids or you grew up loving. Yeah. These are adorable stories. My nephew used to dance around to Shia Tane, as he called her. Mm. Funniest was two years old at the top of his lungs singing, man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> That is the most adorable thing when kids sing inappropriate lyrics for them. You know, whatever those lyrics might be, to like hold my beer while I kiss your girlfriend. You see, have you ever yeah. seen a two-year-old sing that? It's pretty, pretty this awesome. Texture. I will in two years when yeah. my son is two years old. Exactly. <laughs> this texture says, "I will always remember running around to Oh Susanna." Oh, I think I, I got rid know. of it somewhere. Oh. I know that song. Oh, Susanna, don't you, you cry for me. me. I'm coming to Louisiana <laughs> with my banjo on my knee. You've got to know that song, no? No, I don't think so. I do know this one. My oldest son's favorite song was Third Rock from the Sun by Joe Diffie. I wore out that spot on two cassettes replaying it for him. Yes, the good old days when you could wear out a song by playing it over and over and over. Again, you guys are like, what? Who's Joe Diffie? That's a joke. What? That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I love Achy Breaky Heart when I was a kid, says a texture. Hey, you can come Aww. to Big Valley and hear Billy Ray sing that. Yes. Weird. I like that song as an adult. You yeah. can relive it. Yeah. And what about Barbie Girl? Ooh. Ah, uh, standing on the table, singing it as my dad videotaped it. That's so cute. How old were we when that came out? I was probably like 11, 12. Yeah, I think about that. I don't know. I sang it at the Hair Massacre. I know that that's, yeah, that was like, oof. Oh, the Boogie Woogie Choo Choo Train song by the Tractors. Oh, that's a good one. Somebody's uh, five-year-old daughter is obsessed with High Valley Young Forever. She makes me play it every day multiple times in the car and loves it. I'm finally getting her to listen to some of the other High Valley (laughs) songs, and she loves them just as much. Yeah, that's the thing about a kid. You can get focused on one thing, and you really have no interest in any others, right? All right. Uh, Text us or call us, 780-421-1039. We're looking for those songs for you or your kids. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's 8.33 with Raffi's 70th birthday a couple days ago. Uh, Matt, I, I think I've never seen you look more fondly upon somebody besides Connor McDavid than Raffi. It's like he is your hero. He He's really the is. Connor McDavid of children's music. Sorry, yeah. Fred Penner. Yeah, that's Ooh. all right. All right. What about, oh, no, yeah, that's probably correct. I was trying to think of who else would be in there. but The Wiggles, mm-hmm. Sharon Lawson, Bram. Yeah, all right. Well, we're asking you, what is your favorite or maybe what your kids loved at 103.939? We'll get to those in a moment. But first, yes, Jace. My daughters, they were obsessed with that movie Frozen, so we had to. Re- I had to replace the DVD at least once. Let it go, let it go. Yes, how many parents are like, just let it go, kids? But they they can't let it <laughs> no. go. They the bright can't. side, it's a good movie. Yeah, it is good. Jack said Kennedy has not seen the movie yet, huh? Not yet. No, we can't really get her interested for more than maybe three, four minutes when oh, it comes yes, to movies. The attention span of the yeah. new generation, it's pretty short. She's kind of like, meh, maybe yeah. next time. All maybe right. in a little bit. But uh-huh. we are getting lots of texts of what your kids were obsessed with. This text says, my daughter has loved Sugar Sugar since she was a year old. All the Archies. Sugar, sugar. Well, kids love sugar unless they're jacks and they don't get sugar. <laughs> you know, she loves it. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh-huh. This texter says, my daughter, when she was about three or four years old, used to belt out goodbye, Earl, at the top of her lungs. <laughs> Can no, you imagine? That'd be so cute. Earl's got to die coming out of a two-year-old's <laughs> mouth. It's like, 
Well, he did. You know what? It's yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. Good story. Mm-hmm. And then this is one. It? <laughs> yes, it is. A good ending. Uh-huh. This one says, I think uh, my son and daughter were obsessed with the unicorn by the Irish Rovers. Some of them green alligators and long neckies. Oh, yeah, I have heard this. And some chimpanzees. I mean, it's, it's no could have been the whiskey, but it's decent. <laughs> See, that could be for my 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 childhood because I'm starting to have Aww. flashbacks here. I'm like in a day. I see sheets, Justin overalls, no shirt, straw out of his mouth. Yeah. Swaying to this song. <laughs> going, where's that unicorn, Dad? Where's the unicorn? And this one is a cute visual. It's a Blake Shelton song. She says, when my niece was three, she sang, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, <laughs> spit. And she would actually spit on the floor. <laughs> that was Dad. Taught her that That's for hilarious. sure. Thank you. Thank you, Blake Shelton. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.